Welcome back to the Speedy Aerocast. I'm your host, Dan Morin, and I'm joined by my faithful friends here at the Aerocast. Mr. John Moltz is here. I don't have an island joke prepared. You, do you want me to go back and do this again? No. <laughs> Let's just go forward. <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. Uh, Mr. Guy English is also here. Do you have an island joke prepared? I've actually got a few paragraphs with follow-up. And <laughs> island material? Do you have some opening really, statements? I've got like, a lot of material. Yeah. First, congrats to all the winners of our t-shirt contest. Uh, the t-shirts are in the mail. Be sure to wait at home until that package arrives. Take days off work if you need to. Go for it. Second, uh, a hero of mine sent this directly to us. He, he, he shot an arrow right through my window into the head of my Eric Trump bust that I have on my mantelpiece. <laughs> and the note read this. Our fight is never over, not even after we're dead. Because unlike them, we care about everyone who will still be here when we're gone. So to have her sent that, thank you. I'm sure our readers will all agree with that. And you're my hero. I think that sounds, that sounds like uh, maybe Laurel wrote it. Yeah. Doesn't sound like anybody I know. No. <laughs> Not familiar at all. No, anyway, whatever. Okay, yeah. yeah okay. Sure. Fire okay. up the telexes and warm up the printers because we got a show to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody can flip the page at home and read along with us here. Right. Um, so we're here to talk about. Uh, it's not quite a two-parter, but you know, there's a theme running through this. We're here to talk about episode uh, nine of season one, which is titled "Year's End," and episode ten of season one, which is titled "Burned." And these are the basically the um, they bracket the winter hiatus of the first season. Yeah. So episode the nine end, sort of the ends end right book before end Christmas. and the beginning bookend. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're bookends. They end books, but the opposite the opposite bookends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, book they're bookends in, on different shelves. In the middle, you <laughs> have like a like torture. a babushka doll or something like some kind of like a like a monkey stroking its chin cast out of iron sitting between two <laughs> I'm sets glad of books. it's his chin this got weird <laughs> this this metaphor yeah, right. this metaphor has taken on a life of its own <laughs> anyway anyway so uh let's kick it off by talking about year's end uh which as it the title suggests takes place around the end of the year specifically christmas um would somebody who wants to do a recap today sure. i've got some you notes me, but i, I got i got i got notes. some nice i got tight i mean you know Whoa. inspired by lisa tight last notes. last week i am uh i am i have uh not not overly long notes all right all right i want to so, see if you for can pull us it off. for us they're oh, not okay. as short as they're not <laughs> yeah, flash yeah. cast yeah. let's short. let's pay respect to lisa who yeah showed up and just Proved us to be idiots. Showed us how it's done. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. God, exactly. Man. So amateur hour. Anyway. Right. Right. Fumble through it. Okay. Well, it's a work in progress. This whole show is a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I mean our show, not, not Arrow. Arrow is also a different work yeah, in progress. But, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, so an archer kills Adam Hunt in a motel room, uh, or hotel room, uh, but it's uh, not Oliver. Dun, dun, dun. Merry Christmas, everyone. The queens have a dinner party, and Malcolm happens to be there, and they crack wise about the arrow name. Felicity figures out that the hood is targeting the people on the list, and uh, Oliver needs an arrow to figure out who the archer is, so he sends Quentin a cell phone, as you do. 
Oliver's throwing a Christmas party. There's no possible way this ends badly. The archer kills another guy, and Lance uh, uh, won't frame him as the commissioner requests. Won't won't frame the hood as the commissioner requests. So uh, he the commissioner takes him off the case. And uh, Lance calls the hood to give him uh, the arrow. And Oliver takes it to Felicity (laughs) to find out where it came from. She uses some fine products by Microsoft in uh, in order to find (laughs) out. (laughs) And then... (laughs) Oliver checks out the place uh, where they were, del- where the arrows were delivered to, and uh, it turns out it's a trap. The- a bomb goes off, but he's okay. The party uh, is going uh, very queen, um, and by that I mean everybody is uh, is ex- expressing their emotions <laughs> poorly. Before the archer takes some hostages, and Ollie's got to run, so he rescues the hostages and squares off against the archer, and he gets stuck full of arrows before he's able to stab the archer and manage to make his getaway. Uh, then he uh, ends up in the hospital and gets visited by his family to make it the merriest Christmas ever. The archer, meanwhile, returns to his lair and exposes himself as none other than Malcolm Merlin. Walter, meanwhile, gets kidnapped, and Moira knows about it. Turns out she's trying to protect him, but, you know, still kind of weird. Malcolm uh, drops uh, some hints about the undertaking and that's pretty much the end of that part but then we have the the flash part flashback and uh Yalfei brings fires to the cave but when they go uh, to take him to get his airplane so they can get off the island it turns out he was bait along and his men grab Yalfei while Oliver gets away <gasps> wow that's pretty good yeah well done john okay. so this was the episode that sold me on this show. Hmm. I can believe that. Interesting. I By think I was itself, sold from the pilot. Go ahead, but John, go ahead. No, I was just sold from the pilot, I think, but because the park The pilot hooked me long <laughs> enough to get me to this point. And then, where, we, and then you're like, you're in for the season at this point. Oh, yeah. No, I'm double down on this point. I'm like, I will suffer through a dumb season, like an entirely poorly written season or not i really you know what when we finally get put in the clink for kidnapping greg belante every every week i know that these are going to be put into record so i want to know i i I just want the writers to know that i think they've done a great job yeah you know we're going to go to jail that's fine. Sure. You guys should know that we we appreciate for, the work you've done. For many reasons but, other than kidnapping Greg Berlanti. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. We are right. on a crime spree that, like, you guys couldn't yeah. even believe. But That's how we can afford the equipment to do this podcast. It's true. We're no, none of us are any longer billionaires, so. <laughs> no. Well, not on I kind of like. No, definitely uh, man, not I kind of like paper. billionaire. I kind of like billionaire, Ollie. Just. Yeah, me too. Well, <sighs> anyway. So, I, I get but what, so, so I get this, what you're it it switched things. A first of all, our hero gets his ass kicked. Yes, mm-hmm. badly. Like he's yeah, he's shooting arrows into into shadows. Like he does not know what the hell is going on. And he sh- he was cocky at the beginning, and he's like, "Okay, I'm going to go take this guy out." Guess what? Wow, little bit of a turn on the tables there. He gets yeah. arrow shot on his back. He has to break them off on a wall. He falls out a window. <laughs> on his onto his back, pushing those broken arrows further into his back, 
And then has to just call Diggle to like, look, I, I need help because I'm screwed. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, man. I, yeah, I mean, so what we get here, I think, for the first time really in the present day is kind of a, a worthy adversary, right? Like everybody else, uh, yep. like you said, all he's beat everybody else, basically. And he goes into this. Everybody thinks the Dark Archer is a copycat. We, of course, from the hindsight of many years, know that the Dark Archer mm-hmm. is, if anything, predates Ollie and has okay. more experience than he does. Um, and oh, so that quickly man, becomes a show. Yeah. Um, I think there's a couple really interesting elements about this episode. One of the things I think is interesting is the Christmas party, because what I thought, like, as I was watching it again this time, thinking about it is, I think this is one of the first things that happens in this season that is Ollie, it's really about Oliver. It's like a purely Oliver moment. There's all these other things that he does that are kind of, he has ulterior motives. And for the first mm-hmm. time, he does not have yeah. one here. He really is just yep. trying. He wants a Christmas party, and he wants to get his yeah. family together. And I, I like yep. that, because right. that scene where he's pitching it, it's not, there's no artifice there. It's just Oliver. And, like, I feel no, like no, it, it we does, get like, less If you that. read the script, it feels like, hey, let's have a party. But I believe it from the character, because of everything you've seen. I, I, I think he's, I don't think he makes any sense, which Thea calls him out on. Uh, but I believe that that character just wants to try to get back to normal, at yeah. least in his home life. Well, and, and he's it, really and bad at throwing parties, though. Right? Yeah. Oh, he's, well, but yeah. <laughs> the other thing <laughs> has he ever thrown a successful party? <laughs> Not well. But the other thing to go along with that is the fact that it also works well in the structure of this episode because he is in a place where he feels super confident. And he's like, right. I can relax. I can let my guard down. I yes. can do this thing that is, you know, maybe indulgent mm. and yeah. is about me. And that goes, the party itself doesn't necessarily go horribly awry, but it turns out that he is, he's overconfident and he, you know, in some ways yeah. he, he gets taught a lesson for that. Yeah. And he had enough clues. Oh, so, he he yeah. saw the body that had a, he remarked on how effective the archer was yes. that there was a tight group ring he remarked on the arrow being like look this is a custom job it's designed to cut bone like this is a this is an hour for killing people it's not a joke uh he talked to felicity and realized that like look these are getting made on mass effectively custom made mm-hmm. on mass uh while he's we see him, I don't know if it's this episode or previous episodes, literally making them by hand. This guy is having them custom made at a factory. He's buying them uh, in lots of 200, right? Like, that is not... Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy's no joke. But, like, he's given all of this information, but when he goes to actually face him down, hasn't really thought it through. Yeah, put the pieces, put those pieces together to realize that he's actually up against somebody who's uh, his yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he's like, right. oh man, this guy's. I respect this guy. It's like, no, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Not you enough. Really don't. Right, and yeah. that's the yeah. other note I had was I forgot just how menacing Malcolm slash the Dark Archer is in this first yep. season because yeah. he does seem to have it all together. Right, like he knows what he's doing. This guy is not an amateur. He is not pulling yeah. punches. He is in it to 
you know, kill or at yeah. least, you know, disable and, you know, neutralize the, the hood. And yeah. that's, it's scary. He's yeah. a scary bad guy. Oh my God. He's I scary. Think, yeah. Th- th- this is why I, I don't want you to say This is why I dislike Wither but Malcolm, where Oliver can just beat him up and take his hand off at will. And it's <laughs> this season one, Malcolm is yeah. one yeah. of the scariest things I've ever seen. Like, Holy cow, that guy is, he's suave at dinner, <laughs> nobody ever suspects him, and he can murder you in a brutal, brutal way. He's, uh, yeah. he's a, and he's it a kinda, consummate it villain, makes me, right? It yeah. makes me a little mad about Adrian Chase kind of yep. um, being the, you know, the same kind of thing later, um, because I feel like that should be Malcolm's thing. <laughs> well... I get you, but I at think the same I just, time, I feel like it's too. I feel like it's too similar, um, and I don't feel like the payoff is good enough. Uh, where it's I think quite if you good watch, with Malcolm. Yeah, I think as we watch the rest of this season, we'll come to realize why. Uh, you know, ultimately, Malcolm understands that Ollie is the, the hood, and. He's kind of bummed out about it because he can't take another. <laughs> he doesn't want to kill Oliver. He really doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's like a, almost a son to him. Like he grew up with Tommy. I think he means a lot to him in a weird way. And I, I'm, based on how bananas Malcolm is, uh, I think that when he discovers Ollie is the vigilante or Hood, he loves him more like oh you're you actually have a lot of heart and you're committed to a goal mm-hmm. which is why he doesn't anyway we'll get to that it's later yeah. in the season but is the is the is the malcolm flashback in this season or the next season I th- next season next season yeah i thought it was yeah i was thinking it was next season yeah it's next season which is great it, anyway yeah we'll get to that. yeah which is why by the way i stick up for the idea of flashbacks <laughs> despite them being like you know nine out of ten times it's like okay fine I'll go i'm, I'm okay i'm a, i would yeah. you know i think i'm just done with island flashbacks for, well, you know the, like the, the, well there's, there's, there's no, no island, island. Yeah. There's no island. I know, I know, right 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 yep well so i watch anyway. the show i watch the show guys you know <laughs> I, please i refer you to our earlier work um other good mythology or interesting sort of development moments here uh ollie gives lance uh, a phone mm-hmm. uh for contacting him and the and he and lance and the uh the hood work together for the first time uh rather than lance trying to catch the hood which is kind of nice yep. well uh, i i love that uh i mean the whole zip lining into a uh, secure perimeter <laughs> kind of thing is just badass because you know, if that's a hero heart, it's a, it's a hero move, right? Sure. He's, right. you know, he's just going in. He's going to give himself up or get killed. But the first thing he does is, you know, he manages to get the hostages out. And Lance is all like, hey, get the hostages on the on the roof. And the f- that's got to change your opinion of somebody, right? Well, and it, it does. Okay, they the, did a crazy thing. News, but, like, all the um, hostages just got out. So... 
And we get that on the uh, – that's a mm-hmm. theme of both of these episodes to a certain extent, right, is yeah. the vigilante yeah. versus hero theme, which, of course, is a, a larger theme of the show, too. Um, but, yeah. yeah, this is – he puts himself in harm's way to save people, which is like – you know, I know we debate a lot and the show debates a lot the nature of Ollie's heroism, but it seems pretty clear from something like that, even if he has his – you know, he's not perhaps an un – you know, a totally unvarnished – hero right like he's not a hundred percent like i'm always doing the right thing i'm never you know i'm always sort of taking the high ground but he does do heroic things that are not self-serving or revenge based this has no upside for him there's no names on the list he doesn't care about these people there's nobody there that he knows which i'm glad because if they put somebody there that he cares about would have cheapened it that would have been bad Yeah. yeah he does it because he wants to do it Maybe because he's a good person. Maybe Diggle got to him. We don't really know. But he does it. And that's like the, like the first step in being our hero is like crashing through that roof and like saving those people. Um, there's a bunch of other stuff in this episode that's kind of interesting. Uh, there's a lot of Walter and Moira. Um, with yeah. basically yeah, this, putting the secrets out in the open with Walter you know, admitting what he found out about Moira and Moira telling him to essentially back off because it's dangerous. Um, and in the end, that leads to Walter getting abducted uh, by Malcolm's people, um, which yeah, is... Yeah, but they, they share some love. They have, like, a, a kiss in there. Yes. Um, and, and ultimately... I, I, like, it's this, uh, it just, the whole thing fascinates me. Like, this sh- is just well-written stuff. Like, Right, Moira's a complex character, and she's sort right. of brokered that deal, right? Like, because Malcolm's yes. like, I assure you, he won't be hurt, and he'll be returned to you basically after we do what we're going to do. Like, he's insurance. Yes, she's done the best that she right. can to protect her, her fella, basically. But it's still evil stuff. Like, Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, we also have. Um, the revelation from the Dark Archer that somebody wrote the list, not Robert, and that they uh, are you know basically want to kill the vigilante. So we have Oliver at the end of this episode realizing that it's not his father's list; it's some other list, and that mm-hmm. potentially like somebody. He realizes there is somebody out there. This is one thing that I think is a little. I was thinking about this. As we watch this, is the revelation that Malcolm is also the Dark Archer? Because we already know Malcolm is involved with the shadowy group, right? And so we get the Dark Archer in this episode, as well as the reveal that the Dark Archer is Malcolm. And I wondered about the speed of that reveal and the fact that they do it at the end of this episode. um, And whether they could have put that off longer, but I also think perhaps people might have very quickly either assumed it was him or guessed that it was him. And maybe they just wanted to like have the shock value up front without giving people too much time to think about it. This is one of the reasons I love this episode is that, uh, they crystallized so much of the show right into it. Uh, yeah, Malcolm wrote the list and he's the dark archer and he's fronting is like, I'm gonna, you know, He's trying to get us a henchman. Right. But he's actually the, the mastermind at the same time. Um, 
I believe it. I don't think that I don't see the value of delaying it. Like this is a this is a put your cards on the table episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, and it's and it's the one it's the one right before like the Christmas break, so they need right. to do a they need to get yeah. you to come back uh, uh, a month uh, later. Uh, you know, they needed to blow your mind. Yeah, like the pacing's different between, you know, like a like a novel or TV or yeah, like a movie, right? And I think the pacing on this episode was hit. Man, I, I think it hit it out of the park. But, yeah, and I didn't. I don't. Uh, I don't. This is not an episode that I would introduce somebody to the show with. No, this is a deep end. No, you, they you wouldn't care. The deep end at this point. But yeah, once you invest right. for what is it? Eight episodes. Ooh, man, this is pretty good. This this will clinch you through the dark times of <laughs> Rachel Ghoul. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of not joking. Not, right? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Not not completely. Yeah. yeah. I mean there's a reason we do this podcast. We start it at a dumb time. <laughs> Kinda. And we had a lot of fun. But I mean, come on. Like <laughs> We got excited enough after watching these two seasons that we started doing this, right? Well, he helped helped carry our readers through, you know. Right. You know. Right. Uh, you know what else? I, I misery, believe misery a, loves I, company. <laughs> exactly. I believe a lot of our readers subscribe so that they can use us as uh, starter fuel for their fireplaces <laughs> in the winter. <laughs> the, lean, really the lean times. The lean uh-huh. times. The lean times. Yeah. yeah. They may catch like a squirrel in a trap and then need to like <laughs> roast it. They can roast it on the printed pages that we send them over Telex. <laughs> we really need to improve our technology. We, we, we really, really do. do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. This is I a, mean, very, we we're in a very strange, I think we're in a very strange area. To speaking of technology, we're in a kind of a strange period because um, Oliver still does things that are amazing technologically speaking and yet yeah. um yeah, they're not done by felicity um and he still has to go to felicity to like break into a system to yeah, figure it, out who it, who purchased the arrows it's still unclear what his level of capabilities with all these things are and certainly i feel like the flashbacks having you know having gone through five years of flashbacks there's nothing really ever explained in terms of how he develops those skills. So, so in this, yeah. So in this episode, he gives uh, Quentin uh, basically a burner phone to contact with military his burner phone. grade tech. Man, well, here's the thing. <laughs> that's, what he's, that's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody actually tried that, or is it just what he said? Has anybody tried what military grade tech? <laughs> No, has anybody like actually examined the phone or like the, yeah, the encryption? They, that's he's like, it, don't bother, you'll never get through the well, encryption. Well, wait, no, no, wait, wait until wait, next wait. episode. Yeah, literally in the next episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, I, I forgot you guys were way, reading ahead. You're reading speaking ahead. Now. Of, speaking of like IT people, man, do I hate that 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 <laughs> IT cop. <laughs> well, guess what. What a, I know, I know. <laughs> what he's a—he's lazy and he's a jerk. <laughs> yeah, that, that he's a total re- IT guy. I was gonna and say, I've met a lot of IT guys. Like, that guy's gotta go. Um, so 
there's a couple other things I like in this episode. Um, there's some good writing in this episode, and this is, uh, as most of the major stories in season one, uh, it's uh, some combination of Andrew Kreisberg, Mark Guggenheim, Jeff Johns, um, and and or Berlanti are basically involved in all the major sort of story beat episodes yeah. in season one. Yeah. Uh, but there's some sharp dialogue. I particularly like my favorite line in this episode is Tommy shows up at Laurel's house for Christmas to bring her a present. Oh, I uh, love what Lance. you to say. Merry Christmas, <laughs> sir. It. How are you? Proficient with firearms. <laughs> <laughs> I had to but back just, that up and listen to that again. Uh, but, but just Paul Blackthorne's <laughs> delivery on that is fantastic. Um, I just, I want Paul Blackthorne to narrate my life. Because <laughs> that just, that dry delivery. In an American so accent? <laughs> Uh, and a generic can, cop it's accent. his pick you know he's the artist sure uh right. other great scenes include uh there are some is a nice ollie felicity moment with the you're remarkable thank you for remarking on it and and the merry <laughs> christmas i'm <laughs> jewish that's, that's good yeah um, yeah that mm-hmm. is the first instance of hanging a menorah on something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which by the way i love i don't want it to, to, no hate mail please. yeah but yeah you know it's great. No, and, and Felicity, of course, you know, I think there's nothing. I think it, it feel like it was written in here as a joke line, but they actually, you know, then they run with that later on in the series. Every single nice. year we've had a, a, like a Hanukkah thing coinciding with Christmas. Um, the Which, other. Yes, yes I yeah. think that's great. You know, um, I have my favorite little bit of acting in this entire episode is. The sleazy kid who's hitting on Thea shows up with the bouquet oh, oh, God, at the I love Christmas party, and like Dig and Ollie, Dig just like shakes his head very like minutely, like, <laughs> and and then the kid walks by, and Dig just goes, "Good luck, kid." <laughs> yeah, I love that yeah. that that David Ramsey just oh, so good, so good. In dig, moment. I just want a Dig show. <laughs> Well, season one, so, Dig okay, is, so, is, is, has a particularly so good, because he gets a good moment off later, too, when he is, oh, like, yeah. telling Oliver, like, dude, this guy is dangerous. Like, Yes, because he's, he's right. He's right every single time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. and th- do, we, do we have any idea how old Thea is at this point? 17? How old Thea is? Theoretically yeah, I think 17. it's been said she's 17 in a previous episode. Okay. I mean... He's he's being Oliver's being an asshole. <laughs> oh, okay. what? Did, did she has a boyfriend? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. He's, like busting in on him, making the guy leave. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Yes, a Ollie's a dick. Like, let's well, sure. never forget that. Yeah, I mean, the scenes are funny, but he's also it. he's also really being a dick. Like, if like if my yes. you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if a sibling did that to me at that age, that'd be uh, completely uncalled for. Yes. Uh, Definitely. I busting so that, into their room. Like busting is, into a room. Uh I mean I didn't uh, even think he was busting into the room, right? Like he's just going he was not He wasn't, yeah. Yeah, I, no. I don't bother I mean, you know. And yeah, he, that was an act that was an accident, but still his reaction was it's uh, instead it's, of going, Oh, I'm sorry, you know, like Right. You know, you're that said right. that 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 kid is totally sleazy. <laughs> He's not. A, oh, no, yeah. he's not. And he, right, I don't right. think he even shows up again. So no, I whatever. think he's unimportant. I mean, Oliver probably killed him. He doesn't <laughs> get killed. He doesn't get Snap, killed. No by one the dark can know his secret. 
Nobody, nobody can know Theo's <laughs> secrets. Joins, you know what happens? That you know what happens? To that kid. You know what happens? To that kid. He joins the police academy. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. And then he ends up dating Felicity. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if the timing would on love, that works. Oh my god! If that was the same actor, this would be the perfect story. <laughs> Um, or, or if we just saw him behind the counter at like jitters, <laughs> I'd be okay with that for, too. Working for bit. <laughs> or, or like, yeah, uh, yeah. There's um, lots. There's lots of places note, we can stick that guy. Uh, everybody's. Uh, does anybody else <laughs> notice that everybody stores their arrows point up? <laughs> I like that both Malcolm you don't, you don't and know their Ollie, arrows. <laughs> both Malcolm and Ollie have all their arrows laid out in a place where you could easily like. Trip and fall and impale yourself on an arrow. Sure, style, whatever. <laughs> it's uh, it's not yeah. OSHA approved. It amused me because I just it, you know in the last episodes I kind of like shook my head like yeah they're just trying to make the layer look really cool. But the fact that all uh, Malcolm also keeps his sticking out point up, I'm like yeah all right. I guess it's an archer thing. I'm I'm going with it won't get blunted by resting against a flat surface. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably it. <laughs> And that's my headcanon, and as mm-hmm. sure as Martian Manhunter is my best friend, I believe in that. <laughs> um, I love the address 10245 Wharf. It's just like, Wharf. it's just a dock? Yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, it's, uh, it's, foreshadowing. it's foreshadowing it's, Michael Dorn. It's foreshadowing Michael Dorn. It's foreshadowing Michael Dorn. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> they knew. It's, they knew. It's actually his years. home phone number. That that's actually Michael Dorn's. <laughs> I was gonna say number. I thought it was I thought it was, I thought it was Berlanti's number. That's how we found him. No, it's, it's no, Worf's, no, Worf's no. We, Starfleet we, serial number. <laughs> um, and then important point on the flashback uh, is that um, Yao Fei who's captured fires. We learn from fires that the uh, island has a or mm-hmm. had, I guess, a Chinese prison on it, and that they murdered everybody except for. Two prisoners who were Yao Fei right. and Wintergreen. Do so, we believe that? Because I don't, I don't think I believe that. No, but it seems who knows plausible. I mean, we know the prison exists, right? And we see the prison in later seasons. Yeah, but Slade tells us that he and Wintergreen would deploy to the island at the same time. Yeah. And I believe Slade. I don't even care if he's a bad guy or a good guy. That guy just... He doesn't lie. So... Yeah, that doesn't I make any sense. I, I can't reconcile these two things. Right. Yeah, I don't know if that's a writing continuity error. I think that's or a, yeah, that probably is a deliberate lie. Or, or f- yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Fry's being a dick, basically. So well, the, I, I potentially believe that Yao Fei was being held there. That makes sense. I think with what we learn about him. Yeah, yeah, it kind of fits. It's all vague because the Chinese government put him there. Right. But he's a general. Yeah. yeah. Right. But he's fighting to stop these guys who are going to shoot down a Chinese plane. Yeah. To start like an economic downfall to benefit the United States. Yet we learn in season four or five the reason. Oh no, it's from Amanda Waller. That so. Season three, four, one of those. The reason they were targeting that plane was on her orders, and it was to take out China White. China White, China, yeah. China White. Which makes no sense, because we see Oliver <laughs> capture her, 
like eight times during the season. Like you don't need to blow up a friggin' plane to catch. You're, you're, I think you may be overthinking this show now. <laughs> I think, <laughs> think it's possible. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Nah, yeah, it's, gotta, probably it's probably okay, fine. Okay, I'm gonna have to undo should, the uh, twine. Take down the map on the wall. Right. All the faces let's, are coming off. On, let's move yeah. on to the second half of the season. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So let's move on to uh, season one, episode 10, which is Burned. I'm sorry. Is it Burned? It's Burned. I thought it was called Boring. Oh, Burn. Oh, That's the burn. burn. There's the Burn. <laughs> That's the Burn. So have, That's the real Burn right there. What's, ah, it was okay. It it's was fine. Okay, but, you know, the yeah. A plot of this is not great. The B plot, which is actually more interesting, is about basically all of her getting back on the horse right like that's what yeah, makes this yeah episode that's the whole thing that's the vehicle yeah. the a plot is a yeah. recycled batman villain um firefly fire yeah mm-hmm. um and essentially i'll do a- I, although i will say in a great okay. incarnation it's, uh, it's 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 fine it's fine i honestly feel like he's a firefighter that uh, yeah i like the um i like yeah. the costume design i like having him in the creepy firefighter uniform yeah. reminded me of some of the yeah. um doctor who episodes with the guy in the, the creepy spacesuit yeah yeah i mean it, it reminded me most of all of uh oh man mulch you're gonna have to help me here uh movie 90s uh <laughs> keep going fire oh backdraft. Uh, back blast back, back backdraft yes thank backdraft. you draft yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love, I love that yeah. ass molds, but Dan had it, but it's like, man, yeah. Dan, we I, just disregard you. I, I've never seen Backdraft, but I have a comprehensive knowledge of movies I haven't seen, so there you go. You haven't seen it? Uh, it's a I good movie. You should I missed watch a lot it. of movies. I missed a lot of movies. Yeah. Molds, yeah, you've seen it, though, yeah. right? I've seen it, yeah. I don't know that yeah, I would call it. Okay. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's an all right movie. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, isn't that yeah, Ron yeah. Howard? It's, I think it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Could be. It's a pretty um, good movie. You're you're so, uh, yeah, young you're so young Han Solo director. Indeed. <laughs> uh, all right. Just to I'll do go a into quick, the weeds a little more. I'll do a quick yeah. uh recap of this episode. Um so yeah. fire, 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 fight, fire, fight, fight, fire, fight, 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 yeah. <laughs> a firefighter dies murdered during a fire. Um basically it turns out that that is the brother of Laurel's friend. And she thinks that he was murdered, so the hood gets involved. Uh, Laurel takes the phone from Lance, calls the hood, tells him, I think this guy was murdered. Oliver doesn't really want to get into it. He's been kind of laying low. It's been six weeks since his fight with the Dark Archer. Walter's still missing. Um, Oliver basically looks into it because it's Laurel, but kind of wants to just give it to the police. Um, Ultimately, it turns out that the firefighter is is a member of a firefighting unit who was presumed dead in a fire, um, but basically his friends left him behind, so he's getting revenge by killing all of them. Um, Meanwhile, Oliver, you know, basically is trying to get back on the vigilante horse. Diggs trying to give him pep pep talks and tell him that the Dark Archer got into his head. Um, There's a C-plot with Moira. Uh, Basically, they want her to be the CEO since Walter's been missing so long, but she's really depressed. So eventually Thea kind of gives her a talking to and she decides to become the Queen Consolidated CEO for the moment. Um, Lance and Laurel have a bit of a back and forth about this phone that's the um, that belongs to the vigilante. And in the end, Lance lets Laurel keep it, but not before bugging it. So 
he can track down <laughs> the vigilante. Uh, there's a fundraiser too. It's a big party, but basically exists as a set yeah. piece to have the Firefly show up and try to kill a bunch of people. And Oliver gets his mojo back and stops mm-hmm. him. So yeah, the How the hood the ape plot kind of boring. It's not terrible, but it's it's very yeah, villain it's of monster. The week. It's monster of the week. Yeah. Yep. Um. But I do like this? Oliver recovering from his fight with the Dark Archer and getting basically getting his ass whooped and right. needing a like to get back on the horse. This yeah. this to me was the rehabilitation episode that sold the stakes of the previous episode. Um, if you go back to Star Trek: The Next Generation, the seminal work of our time. <laughs> um, <laughs> after Captain Picard gets captured. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, just go with me on that. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. That's a much better episode. I'm trying to sell yeah. this. Yeah, exactly. It's but, a much so, better episode than this episode. It though. is. It is. So I mean, everybody knows from and, about and there's not Picard a single get, fight. Gets there's bored, not he gets than... unborked, and then the next episode is him back on Earth. And yeah. he's fighting in the in the vineyards with his brother. And oh, that's true. Okay, that's true. There is a fight, and it's between him and his brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it means. It's that's like, the only. That's the only fight in that episode. That ripples yes. all the way. Yeah. That ripples all the way to first contact too. So you know, there's a lot. There's a lot going. Yeah, on yeah. The, 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 all I'm saying is that if you want to sell the stakes of the previous episode, you need to take a beat. Yes. And do yeah. something that's just like right. off. Like, well, and we and we had an episode last season, like or you know, last season meaning five, five, right, right, five? where there was yeah. like a there was a crappy episode, and then because I remember like thinking this is this episode is stupid, I hate this episode, and then the next episode completely made up for it. Mm-hmm. Yes, like explained all the things that I like. I don't even remember what they were. I remember you <laughs> I saying that, but I don't remember either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got him. I remember having the conversation. I remember watching it. The Biff Army is already on the case. Don't worry. That's that. That now it works. Now the whole thing works. Right. Um, But I don't think. I mean, I don't think the last one really needed like much like fixing or anything. Um, I get. I mean, I get your point. I get your point. Um, But I. But it do. Yeah. I mean, it's like the the a plot is kind of dumb. But but it's okay. It's not. Here's the thing that I. It's not the worst a plot we've had. The very final scene of the last one. uh, Year's end. Um, was Oliver in his, you know, hospital gown, staring out the window and saying, like, there's somebody better out there and I'm going to take him down. And then, right to have an episode where he it's being like, he's been out of action for like six weeks. Mm-hmm. And he's really hesitant to actually face down even somebody yeah. that he could, you know, he's pretty sure he can take out reasonably easily. Uh, uh I found that like a decent payoff for the, you know, for for the sort of brazen statement of like, okay, I'm in a hospital, I'm going to go take him down. And like the reality <laughs> of like taking that break is like, oh, I am well, in no shape. There, there like, he's missing, like when he does, uh, does he do the tennis ball thing again? He and fails. He just misses? He fails, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and so, and, and to me... You need that because if this episode had come back and it was just about the monster of the week and Oliver beating mm, a, this mm-hmm. firefighter guy, that would have been even worse. Been terrible, right? Like that yes. would have just been a. It's it's the, always the frustrating thing that used to kill me about watching like Saturday morning cartoons as a kid, 
and you just like you'd watch the next episode and everything would reset you know like there are no yeah. consequences oh, yeah. there are no yep. stakes yep. nothing and when i started to discover shows and stories that were actually serialized where that had you know an effect that was what you know made me fall in love with that as a medium was like yeah. oh my god these long yeah, stories yeah. that unfold over the course of right. like a season and so this yeah. episode works because oliver is you know he's had time to recover physically but he's not recovering mentally as dig points out like you're you're you let the guy get inside your head and you don't want to even get involved in this and he even gets his his butt handed to him by firefly kind of briefly there yep. at the end right like or in the middle yeah um and right. so that's obviously he shouldn't <laughs> yeah, that guy, but it yeah. happens so he's you know like you know he's on his way like he's coming and there's that guy who's like hanging for his you know hanging onto the bar <laughs> yeah, there yeah, for his life yeah. and you think oh he's gonna swing in and, re- and save that guy and then nope that guy just <laughs> there nope, was that, that guy, guy Whoops, too late <laughs> yeah yeah too anyway bad. yeah and, it, and this that's why this in, show doesn't have any like running gags or you know any kind of continuity <laughs> at all between each other uh, because we want to keep it direct and fresh towards each episode i mean i mean like i growing up for me like every show was basically like that i mean it's, you know a few shows made references to things that happened previously but for the right. most but part you know, every, okay, every episode like was like get, a contained a contained I mean, event if original, you want to get meta original on that, star trek right like yeah yeah okay so there's uh syndication pressure Right, you want to be able to yeah. drop in, drop out, exactly. Like, and yeah. and well, you, I mean, that was you an, didn't have access to the entire catalog. Right, at that any was one an time. era where you watched whatever was on, and you wanted to be able to draw people in. And if they had right. to know, you know, yes. twelve Who seasons of backstory, were. they weren't going to yeah. watch. Yeah. Yes, and that well, in the first one, the, the me, first like one that I remember, the first one I remember watching that was serialized that uh, was Hill Street Blues. Yep, and that was like early 80s right yeah homicide yeah. was a little bit after that well I, it, oh, that was, well, that was which way is after funny that. because actually well, 90 what two three but like what you're what you're skipping over slightly in that time is of course there were long-running serials they're called soap operas right like yes. that was all well, yeah soap and i think was. that's where they got the idea i mean they finally decided to like okay we're gonna bring this to prime time right yeah right and it certainly helped that in that era yeah. we were developing VCRs, right? So you could tape right. stuff, and yep. and if yeah. you missed an episode, there was a chance to see it. And I'm sure reruns became a bigger thing at a certain point too. Um, so yeah, this, it's, it's a it's entirely these a are actually of the time. really astute media observations. <laughs> And <laughs> sorry, just giving oh, them away for free. This, this show, I mean, got, this show, this got show is smart. all about being. You know, we're trying to make jokes here, and you're. You're being smart. We can't have <laughs> ruin it. All right. My favorite scene in this episode, though, is Ollie who mope. I have okay. my note says Ollie mopes with his bow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. We get so, another 20 minutes of like. Hill Street Blues was 81. Homicide was, it was 93. Just for oh, the okay. record. Oh. The, yeah, but wait. There's how stuff long in between did. There. Hill Street Blues last. I'm thinking like Forever. nine years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was well. My parents. Okay. I remember my parents uh, watching that. I was too young. Sorry, because I'm because I'm one of your parents. You are. As I believe we established on <laughs> no, another but, show but earlier the today, John. That, you are sixty modern. Like the what are we in? Like I don't know what people call it. Now. The golden era, platinum era, whatever it is of TV. Uh, no, seven. Seven. The Hill Street Blues was seven seasons. 
and a movie. Okay. That's not true. It's no, it's no Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, yeah, Supernatural yeah, no will joke, not, right? the the hilarious thing about Supernatural is that it will not die. <laughs> it's just they've killed the main characters on that show repeatedly, yeah. and yet the show. I think continues. they've killed Death, haven't they? Killed yep, Death? They did kill Death. Guess there. what? When you kill Death, your show gets just repeated forever. <laughs> no complaints. Yeah. No complaints. Two hundred and what is it? Four hundred and twenty-seven. No, something no, like that. There are over two hundred episodes, but it's not. Daniel think, Daniel J. Travanti still still alive and and we're, and now on NCIS. You know, people got to work. <laughs> he's he's been typecast, but still he's making money. Um, try to think. I feel if like I we broke the bounds here, and and Dan was like not. <laughs> Come on, man. Your job is to keep us on track. I, you know, I'm looking at my notes, but this episode is... (laughs) Okay. Okay, there is... Okay, a couple of things. Look, it served its purpose, right? It's fine. Right, right. So I have two two notes um, for this episode. One is that we get a diggle workout scene. (laughs) Yes, true. Yeah, he punches a uh, dummy a bunch. Yeah. I mean, I think is that that is that that's not the fir- no, that's not definitely not the first time we've seen him, but with his shirt off. But um, but one of the more impressive times that we've seen him with his shirt off. There's a lot yeah. of Ollie then, with his shirt off in this episode too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you then do we do not want to mess with David Ramsey with oh my his God. shirt off like that guy. He's amazing. Yeah, you know, uh, unless um, that's your scene, then mess with him all you want. But I mean. I like that even Oliver, yeah. this is the episode where even Oliver says, even if your arms are as big as bowling balls, <laughs> bowling <Yes>. balls. <laughs> even Oliver is intimidated. No, because all he knows he's outclassed. Say. He's outclassed yeah. physically. Yeah. So all he's oh, got so is like, yeah. yeah. And there's, there's I think in the previous one, he's like, they're fighting with knives. <laughs> which is a classic Ollie <laughs> Dick move. Like, hey, let me change. Right. right. You know. Right. Like leading up, leading up to shooting knife. Flash in the back with some arrows. Ah, uh, Flash deserves it. <laughs> Stupid Barry. Uh, I know. I think this is. Anyway, the- sorry. Wait, I've cut you off like four times now, John. Yeah. Um, it, th- so th- there's two, and then there's two like um, people who get in other people's faces scenes. So there's the one where Diggle gets in Oliver's face and and gets the best of him for a second. And then doesn't get the best of them. And then uh, Thea gets in Moira's face. And, you know, both of those things, you know, t- turn them around and m- I think help make them realize that they're being idiots. Yeah. Yeah. I think and that's I think, what and this episode is and, and, and despite, for, the, right? despite, hating, despite hating the flashback stuff, um, where, it, oh, gee, the flashback just happens to exactly relate to what's going on in the present day, um, I feel like that works okay. Yeah. Yeah, the, there's not much in the flashback this week. Oliver has a fight with a mercenary. They fall into a river, oh, yeah. and he takes his, his clothes, basically. <laughs> there's, yeah. even, there's even a flashback repeat. They show like a they show like yes. the, the tail end of what happened in the they previous sh- episode in yeah. the flashback, and I'm just like they oh, show come Yaffe on. getting captured. Yeah, that this is a thin one. This is pretty darn that thin. Was, that yeah, was egregious. I, I do think that our bitter taste for the flashbacks is uh, informed by what they turn into eventually. Yeah, when I first sure. watched this, I remember that being like, oh wow, cool, like some other little nugget that I that I can take and go away with and 
it it didn't matter that it filled a full season or or told a full story. If it had like a little bit, I was like, nah, that's cool. I'm good with it. The um, only the only other thing I noted in this episode is I think this is the first appearance of the entrance into the lair. Uh huh. In the in the nightclub, like we know it's below the the nightclub, but we actually see the oh, little maybe. like like that door, the that fuse you, box, yeah. the hidden door, and the nightclub gets set on fire, even though the nightclub is still not built. <laughs> right. Yeah. And Tommy Merlin yells at a contractor. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss Tommy. We can't have him back, but I but I do miss Tommy. Um, can't we? <laughs> well, he uh, he's gonna come back as like Earth Two or Evil Tommy, and it's you know. I hope it's not. I hope it's not Evil Tommy. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, it would be just great if like another Tommy shows up. Like his his Earths Oliver died in the boat crash, you know, right. in the boat wreck, and yeah. he shows up and he's like. He's just like he's just like another Tommy. Yeah. Maybe. But they're I'm not cool gonna, they're not gonna do that. But uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we've got so like next season. Uh wait, can we talk about this? Sure. Well should we should we save <laughs> it for, for the very <laughs> end for the people who the people who want to tune out after save is the there, spoiler is talk there for anything the very else end? that you would like to say about what? this episode? <laughs> I have one one more okay, thing to say, and it. that is that that sometimes I feel like the queens are aliens who know nothing about family yeah. <laughs> yeah. are flailing around, like trying to, cause, cause that scene where Moira says like, like, you know, like, Oh, you know, you, you, they want you to come to the company and like, I need to be with my family right now. It's like, you're sitting in your pajamas in your bed all day. And I'm like, what, how, what exactly do you think you're doing? And she's just like, yeah. You might as well get up Binging off your Netflix, ass because that's what your fam- family watching wants family you to do. Dramas. <laughs> I yeah right right. Well, that reminded me of the watching soap operas on TV. My weird my weird note about the previous episode, which started towards the beginning when there's that dinner party with Malcolm, is that Oliver comes in and is like, "Oh, Thea, you're all dressed up." And she's like, yeah, we've got a fancy dinner party going on here. And Oliver's like, don't mind if I do, and sits down at the yeah, table. Right. And then, you yeah. know, like, it's fine. But, like, it was one of those, it's a slightly awkward transition in retrospect where he's just like, oh, hey, I showed up. I'm in the neighborhood. Oh, can I set up? Can I, like, pull up a chair and, and have some dinner, your fancy dinner? Sure, why not? You're wearing a suit. It's cool. We're all wearing suits because we're, we're we're very Come wealthy. On, yeah, but like the commissioner of police is there. It's clearly a fancy dinner party. Like I don't know. Have it's, you been watching the same show I have? Because that is, <laughs> I'm I'm making I, my I nitpicks love, where I, I can find I, them, guy. I love you, brother. But I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> I just found it out. hilarious. I, I find it. No, hilarious. I, I I agree with I agree with Dan. Oh, good. It's two against one. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> That's how we solve everything on this show. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I also agree with you, guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've solved nothing this week. <laughs> Once again, create. We've, yeah, we yeah, created we new problems because that's yeah. usually the. <laughs> um anything else left to comment about this or can we can we delve into yeah go wait, ahead wait 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 oh. we gotta play the game oh okay hit it oh, oh. <laughs> set it up set it up is it really is it just yeah. me to make all the running gags work do you yes, guys pretty much, pretty do much. any work on almost this almost 100 <laughs> i you make the running gags work 
I keep the show on the rails. John is nobody knows agent, what I do. Free floating agent of chaos. <laughs> well, he took notes. He took notes. <laughs> he did take good. notes this week. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm giving him both biffs. I, I both biffs really? because both biffs. Um, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, the second one is not is not the A plot is not great, but the B and C plots are good. Alright. And and you know, I mean I think it's it's crucial to see Oliver in that sort of recovery yeah. mode. Uh, that's a toughie. Yeah. I, I my inclination was to say yeah. a Biff and an Alex, but I think it, the second one rises you know, yeah. if not quite to Biffdom, it's not it's not as low as Alex Dome. We need a it's a Billy Plus it's Alex, a Billy Alex is Alex is a terrible character. <laughs> it's so. a de- it's a detective Malone. <laughs> I'm not I'm, sure if that's better. <laughs> Yeah, I showed that I'm, not it, it either. I'm not either. I'm not either. And so, for the sake of uh, supporting the scientifically proven system, two biffs. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay. So, I guess if people don't want to hear us talk a little bit about what we've seen in season six, which is not very much from what we know about it, tune out now. No harm, no foul. I, we won't even make any jokes. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. Wow. Um, <laughs> so this past week was Comic-Con. Uh, and as is traditional for Comic-Con, there was a trailer for season six, uh, as well as some casting news and other interviews and little tidbits dropped here and there. Guy, was there something in particular you wanted to bring up? Uh, was there like? Do you have something in mind? <laughs> you asked a question <laughs> earlier about can we talk about this, and I assumed you had a thing that you wanted to talk about. <laughs> I did at the time. I was on a roll. All now right. I'm like, so you caught me flat-footed. It. I will say you my flat-footed. I'm glad. Okay. We, I'm glad right. we segregated I the crowd. To, I tried so to help the readers. Have this. I tried to help the readers who want to rip this part <laughs> off the bottom of the sheet. It's fine. So I will tell my favorite story um, so far wait, about uh, Laurel's coming back. Yeah, we knew that. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. I think we talked about that in our well, season five episodes. Yeah, but I didn't want to, you know, bring that up. Right. I, I have no idea how she interacts with the rest of the team. Well, it's Black Siren. Black Siren comes back. It's not. Yeah, right. but she's a season regular. She is a regular. Yes. Which is not like that's interesting. You know, like a Jenna Way sort of situation. She's where- not a recurring villain, but she seems to have some sort of. Yes, relationship with right. the team, perhaps, but is not Laurel, you know, so right. that is a question Right, and so we that. got, uh, uh, help me out, Michael Emerson? Is yeah, Mike, Michael Emerson, my favorite bit about that is, so I was watching an interview with the cast on one of the TV sites I read, you know, where they bring the cast in to their little studio during Comic-Con, and they talk to them, and the interviewer is like, oh yeah, I heard you cast Michael Emerson, and Stephen Amell kind of like perks up, is like, wait, what? And everyone's like, "Yeah, we got Michael Emerson." And Stephen Mills like, "Are you, are you effing with me? Like, I have to, I have to go." And he just freaks out because apparently, and Emily Bet Rickards is like, "Oh yeah, I thought I was the last person to know, but apparently Stephen Amell did like discovered that they passed him as a villain <laughs> during Ollie. this interview, which is hilarious." <laughs> that's, that's great. Okay, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, uh, just uh, Michael Emerson has been lost. Uh, I think most pertinent to this show, he was on Person of Interest as yeah. a sort of I loved. hacker kind of guy. 
Yeah, I, I, that's. I, I don't know if that's a guilty be... pleasure show or what. But I, I haven't I, watched. I did love it. I only. Ever I watched did the love pilot, it. I really did. Yeah, I heard it got even just really interesting, but I haven't sat down to watch it all. You um, should. You would like it. It's I think you'd like it. Here's the thing. Renee Ritchie turned me onto that show, and he turned me onto Arrow. So they're similar superhero-y things. Yeah, and there's and there's there's definitely there's mostly, definitely weak like, weak yeah. episodes. There's definitely weak yeah. episodes. There's like some weak plot points and stuff. I mean, there's it's not it's not perfect, but it's it's much like these show. It's much like the Arrow, the, the Berlanti. Yeah. yeah, shut up, Greg. <laughs> Universe. <laughs> <laughs> He's on vacation, you jerk. Why would you do that? <laughs> Look, totally Chris, unrelated. Well, not totally. This unrelated. is all going to be read into. Sometimes, into sometimes you're this out is going into evidence, and you John. see Jesus. you see Greg Berlanti in a restaurant, <laughs> and you just got to take him prisoner. <laughs> you got to take him with you. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with his growing Stockholm syndrome, <laughs> he, he probably couldn't help but follow you out because you know. I will say my well, summer yeah. my summer binging has been a show I really enjoyed from the early 2000s, which is a family drama called Everwood. And it's a Greg Berlanti show. In fact, it was the first Greg Berlanti show I ever watched. And and a bunch of the, I've been looking at the credits as it goes and noticed a bunch of people who worked on that that, cl- that are also working on Arrow. So clearly, huh. you know, there's some some continuity in Berlanti's writing staff over the years. So I think that's been that was been an interesting one in seeing how that developed because mm. he started writing family dramas and eventually transitioned to superheroes. <laughs> Which is why it starts out sort of as a family drama. Yeah, exactly. And I think he's got yeah. good chops for that. So, you know, it kind of works. Yeah. And you know what? This first season is pretty good so far. Yeah, I kind of think I kind of think maybe they need to get back into the family drama I, business. I don't disagree. Yeah. This is well, pretty that, good that TV. That is kind like, of the setup for next season, right? I mean, Oliver's got a kid now that he's probably largely responsible for, at least for a little while. Right. So... There's definitely going to yeah, be yeah. some family let, drama. Let, let's let season six be its own thing for now. But season one, <laughs> aren't we talking pretty, about season? That's what we were doing. Do I need to we're stop doing the now. disclaimer? Be like, all right, you can tune back in if you wanted to avoid no. season six. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so confused. We are like the, we are like the the family working on trapeze without a net, and you guys will just <laughs> drop somebody at random. <laughs> Maybe give me a little cash. Oh, like, come on. That's what the that's what's for, that's what the net's for. There's the no net. What about the movie f- with Sandra Bullock? How about a little bit of yes and no? Don't have any of that. Thanks, guys. Anyway, uh, season one is fascinating because it's a very different show than where we got to. I don't know how they get back from season six yeah. to, to season one. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't... Well, Ollie I don't being a dad is... And, uh, you know, Mel is on record as saying that Ollie is a shit dad, which, guess what? Ollie's pretty shit at anything having to do with <laughs> any other people. Which is funny because that is exactly, to the word, how I saw Stephen Amell describe it. <laughs> Oh, you saw him. Oh, you were there. No, no, no. I've you, you okay. Know, you've you've seen, seen. I haven't seen the video. He's in my. Okay, he's in yeah. my den. Um, <laughs> he's my he's right next to Greg. Don't. It's not a Would hostage. Could possibly that? be a hostage situation. Jesus. Christ. No, no, no. I saw. Would, I saw Stephen Amell talking in interviews up. about how 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I am a hostage. He's your roof and I, beat the I crap out of you. I am a hostage in Stephen Amell's apartment right now is how this is working. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw in an interview he talked about, you know, Oliver is having to deal with being a dad and he is a shitty dad. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah okay. that's, there you go. It's right up there. Of course he is. He's a shitty man. He's a shitty dad. He's kind of a shitty friend. He's a superhero. He's a good no person. time for anything else. He's yeah. Well, that's what he, makes he him prioritized. Like if he was awesome but... at everything, it'd be like, yeah, that's boring. Well, I mean, that's the point, right? Like, yeah, if you were, yeah, right. if you if you dedicated this much of your life to being a superhero, chances are other parts of your life are going to suffer <laughs> because you threw all of your energy into being a superhero. Right? Yeah. I don't know how long we've been doing the show, but I'm pretty sure I've been calling Ollie Dicks and day one pretty much day one <laughs> maybe well it's accurate three four episodes in just to get like the sea legs of like being able to say like hey guess what this guy's a dick <laughs> but he's a dick and yeah uh, you know now he's stuck with a kid that's not gonna go well <laughs> at all uh so it's fascinating People but how do they tie that into back to friend. season one i i don't I don't know. I don't know either. I guess we're going to And we don't out. know what's going on with the flashbacks either. No, other than there will be yeah, some. Yeah, that's going to be a zoo. But there will be, it sounds like mainly character specific. So you, okay, this is way meta, but despite them being crappy often, I like the flashbacks because they make the show what it is. It seems to me that both of you guys just want to get rid of them. No, I like the character specific mm. ones. I, I think they when they add depth, I'm a big fan. I think they sure. got hamstrung yeah. by feeling like they needed to include. Like, remember when we saw episodes in the last couple seasons and there wasn't a flashback, and you're like, oh my god, think yes. about all the time they have to spend, like that they don't have to spend in flashback. Yeah, but we like just they, saw the Huntress one, and I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to see that show. Yeah, see, I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you had sporadic flashbacks like every few episodes rather than every mm-hmm. episode, I feel like you'd make yes. better use of that time. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Right. Yeah. And 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 particularly it. when it's when it's only, you know, when it's basically like, oh gosh, this, you know, as we've said millions of times, oh gosh, the same thing happened 5 years ago. And it turned oh, out yeah, maybe no, differently. Those beats have to change. That's just. But bad. that's what. Yeah. But that's what. That's what the flashbacks are. I mean, and they have to kind of be that way. And yeah. And I mean, because Lost, otherwise, there's no Lost point. Had this uh, there's issue no too. point in having him in the in the same episode. Yeah. Lost, if they don't relate to the a plot. Lost did the same thing, which is they had flashbacks that were at least thematically related, even if it wasn't like beat by beat, like echoes of what yeah. was happening. It's like it's got to link into the theme well, of the episode or else like john said what's the point well yeah. and it would make I, sense I, I, it would I make sense if we're if we're going to different time periods then it makes sense instead of saying like you know every everything is like a mirror of what happened five years ago right right i i i will say that um the the cadence like the during an episode of like he just said this and flash five years forward and like the exact same thing happened that's that's gotta go but i think that they hit a peak and i want this read into the record at a trial for kidnapping <laughs> all of these people 
I, I think that they hit a peak during uh, season two. Yeah. Where the cadence in thematically and in the final battle was so spot on that I don't think you could do a better job without just repeating it. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I think it seems pretty clear that they went in thinking, we have two years worth of flashbacks to race. <laughs> and they did not have the rest of those years planned out. I think out they events. had one year worth of flashback stories and <laughs> no, they I think they, it out to two. I then... think they had Slade. I think they knew the Slade thing was going to happen and they were ready for that, but they were sure. not ready for seasons yeah. three through five. So, yeah, they, tease, they tease it a lot. Yes, it's all point. being you know, set I mean, up right date, now. They teased it like crazy in this, in this season. Yeah, it's all being set up in the first season and yeah. then it pays off through five, the second five season. Five was better than three and four. I could just, I'll put that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we all agree. All right, let's wrap it up. It's since uh, we're we're hitting our time limit, anyways. Um, Wait, we have a time limit? Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's already run out. We have to return Greg before the hour is up. Or we, gotta, we get oh, there's if you don't return the bomb, otherwise the bomb goes I always forget. Like you can't report a missing person before a certain number of hours. If you don't return right. Greg before the second hour starts, you have to pay for the full hour. <laughs> It's just <laughs> you start. It's not prorated or anything. <laughs> That's not, well, yeah. he's got his he's got his car parked. I don't want him. I don't want him to have to like you know incur some sort of fee. How how are the socks, John? <laughs> They're coming darned. along nicely. They're coming along nicely. They're all darned. Okay, <laughs> don't, don't start me about those darn socks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're wrapping up. John Moltz, thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you, Guy English. Always a pleasure. I hope we're all in the same jail together. <laughs> we're all on Leanne you together. It's totally fine. All on Leanne you. Uh, dear readers, thank you. You can come by and visit our jail cells anytime. Uh, but until then, we'll see you next time. What's the rebound? What is it? It's a podcast that we... <laughs> I miss you guys. I really do, I really do miss doing We talk every show. week. We talk every I know, week. But I know. This Flash thing, I'm like, oh my god. I totally want to crack jokes about that. Oh, about what? Not what, even jokes. I'd like, what was the... What was it? What happened? I missed... I didn't read that. Uh, Flash got canceled. It's dead in 2020. Oh, 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 that, was, oh that flash. flash. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, no, that, yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm like, shifting whoa. context I was like, to Lee. I did not I knew that, that wasn't true. I knew it wasn't true that the Flash got canceled. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was like, what I don't is even he know talking about? I, God, did you ever I must read, have picked the uh, word canceled because it's like... <laughs> Did you ever read Steve Jobs' thoughts on The Flash? That was a really interesting essay. Yeah. You know what he said? Season one. Pretty good. Pretty good. Should have quit yep. there. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. Maybe they'll have a decent season four. We'll see. <laughs> maybe. I, I really do hope so. I don't know. You know I, so. I watched the trailer and I also watched an interview with them where they talked about like how they're really trying to make next year fun. And I was like, I feel like they've probably gotten feedback that this last couple seasons oh, yeah. weren't great. So it's just, well, I think the real question is whether they do anything about it and then whether they're any good at what they do. So, yeah, right, yeah but I'll yeah. give them a shot. Oh, wait, are we all recording now? I'm recording. This isn't the show, but I'm recording. No, it should be. Whatever. I am, it should I am be recording. in at the end. Bonus, bonus content. Bonus content. Uh, yeah, it'd be great if the Flash could turn it around. 
yeah, they got stuff going for them. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, sure. Their cast is amazing. Yeah, uh, so you just need to the fact that, utilize them. Well, they reset everything every season, right? Which makes it hard to build on. And then every season, it's like, oh my god, this guy runs really fast, and he's a bad guy. <laughs> and it's like, yet there's yeah. no no speedster villain next year though, which yeah. makes it potentially interesting. So. Yeah, perhaps they're going off off book, off formula. Still, <laughs> season four, yeah. like we at least had two good seasons before we went down the gutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> and I still defend season four. I think there's a lot to say for season four. Damien Dark, you know Damian what? I, Dark I, I do great. too. I, I retract it because I've been watching it again. And I was I was in a three, bar. I was in a bar good. last night, and they were showing like one of the um, Paul, what is it, Paul Blart, the mall cop. <laughs> <laughs> movies yes and, uh, and who who is the villain but um neil mcdonough oh uh, he's good in everything. he's good in everything actually that makes me want to watch that movie <laughs> well of course sure let's see and right, i heard he's dumb, a uh, but, he's a regular on legends next year too oh really mm-hmm. so cool that show had a no, better we got through that show we had just finished we, last well, year actually, we're through um his season of in in uh, Justified now. Oh yeah, he's great. In oh, Justified. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's just a great show, yeah. though. I've yeah, said it was. before, but we just hire everybody from Justified writers, <laughs> directors. You know who else? Actors. Uh, just who else get them. Shows up a bunch on uh, Justified. Guy is uh, Bobby Singer. Yes, he he's, does. He's in a bunch of that. Yeah, it turned and, out, uh, he starts as the a main car- guy. Uh, uh, Oliphant, Timothy Oliphant, Timothy Oliphant. Oli- yeah, I'm probably saying it like he's going to come shoot me with a six gun right now for <laughs> mm-hmm. mispronouncing his name. But that guy's awesome. He's great. Uh, yeah, my favorite role for him in recent years was he did a brief stint on the Rob Lowe show, The Grinder, that aired a couple years ago. Oh, I never saw it. Where he plays oh. himself, but like he plays a version of himself. Uh, <laughs> it's excellent. Very funny. I've heard, yeah, Albert really liked that show. It was a decent show. I don't know how many seasons it could have possibly gone. It only went one, and I felt like maybe that was enough. Um, yeah. But it had some pretty, gr- There, it wasn't perfect, but it had some really good moments. Rob Lowe was really good. Fred Savage was good. Timothy Oliphant was good. I, would, I should check that out. I don't know why I haven't. I mean, you know, I wouldn't put it like super high on your list, but it has its moments. Well, yeah, well, I mean, if Albert says it's good, I'm going to go give it a shot. <laughs> well, well, basically, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, it's like I don't know. I trust the guy's taste, so yeah. uh, he, likes, he likes me too, though. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like you too. You know what? As the man once said, John, nobody's perfect. Exactly. No, I don't. Not. Are we going to do a show? Yes. Yeah, let's do a show. Yes. Let's do a show.